Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Welcome back to Rash Thoughts, my weekly podcast where I share my thoughts and my ideas. My name is Dean Rash, and these are my thoughts. I got a question for you. I need a little help. I need a new intro. Not the intro music that that Sandy Vio does for me, but a new intro. How do I greet you? What's the best way to say hello, welcome, that kind of stuff? I need something catchy, something really cool. And uh, if you could, email me your suggestions. I'll try them out, see what they sound like, put them on the show. Uh, email those to me at dean at deanrash.com and... Whoever gives me the best idea, I'll give you a couple of my books for free. Uh, we'll give you Always Here and Hugs from Heaven, which I just released on Amazon.com. Both of those books I will give to you for free for the best suggestions. So, again, email me some suggestions at dean at deanrash.com and, and we'll take a look at them. So, anyway, I want to thank Chris Robinson, last week's guest who came on the show. He did a great job, great guy. Again, check out his work that he does. That's Chris Robinson with Full Scope Creative. Uh, fullscopecreative.com is where you can find him. Or you can email him at chris at fullscopecreative.com. And he'll do some great, uh, great website work just like he did for me. So with that being said, I had a pretty good week. Um, it's been a busy week. We've got a lot of soccer games going on. I'm, I'm heading out tonight. I'm actually recording this on a Friday, heading out tonight for two soccer games back-to-back, a couple hours away for my daughter, and uh, so that'll be fun. But today I decided, I, I, I've been thinking about this idea, right? I talk about life lessons and the things that I've gone through and some of the lessons that I've learned, and I've been, I've been wanting to maybe turn that into some kind of an acronym or something that maybe people could use a, an acronym to think about. You know, that they could just, like, it just rolls off your tongue, you know, like something really impactful or brilliant or or insightful, whatever it might be. I can't think of anything, all right? I can't think of an acronym. The first time I put this together, I was, like, putting all these words together and these ideas and these concepts, and I, I looked at it, and I'm like, I have no vowels. I can't have an acronym that you can pronounce without vowels, right? Like FedEx, so Federal Express, you know, FedEx. You can't have just all a bunch of consonants. That doesn't make any sense. So I kept looking at it, and I kept looking at it, and I still couldn't figure anything out. And so I thought, you know what? Just find the words, right? What is it that kind of defines the lesson that I've learned through the experiences I've gone through? And so earlier today, I decided to, to write this, and I put together a blog. It's on my website if you want to read it uh, at at uh, www.deanrash.com. You can check out the bu- the blog. It's called Five... Uh, what did I call it? Uh, Five Powerful Words, I believe is how I, I, I labeled the title of it. And check out that blog and uh, give me some feedback on it. Let me know what you think. So, But that's, that's kind of where I was breaking this down. I'm, I'm thinking about the events. I always talk about I have like four major life-changing events trauma, as my counselor calls them, that actually defined, helped define who I was by the time I was 19 years old. Now, 
I've had great events and very positive things happen to me since that time. Uh, you know, the birth of my two kids, obviously very, very important, very special days for me. Uh, amazing moments in my life to, to witness that and to be a part of that and now to watch them grow with my, with my oldest one going off to college this fall. That'll be, a, that'll be an experience for me. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to handle that yet, but we'll see. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll do a podcast or a blog about it to let you know how it all went. Uh, my youngest, who is uh, 14, and uh, he's going to be heading into high school for the first time. And he was talking last night about joining the soccer team, and he was pretty excited about it. He's he's looking forward to to getting into high school soccer. He was a little nervous at first, but after talking to the coach yesterday, um, he got really excited about it. I'm, I'm proud of him. I think that's a good thing. So I've got those really positive things in my life, but the things that helped shape me and define a lot of who I was happened before the age of 19. Many of these things actually happened by the time I was 10. So in talking to the counselor that I work with, you know, that's kind of a profound impact for uh, a child to go through to have the level of trauma. And I don't like using the word trauma because I've never thought about my experiences as trauma. That's how she describes them. But to have that level of incident or trauma or event happen in your life, that that has a huge impact on you as you as you grow up. And so I'm thinking through this, and like I said earlier, I want to have an acronym, but I can't create an acronym for all this stuff that's happened to me. But but here's what I did. I broke this down into five segments, like five event segments. And I know I've had four major events in my life, but the fifth one, I think, is something that has that has followed me through much of my life because of the events that I've gone through. And so let me kind of let me kind of tell you what these events are and the word I kind of equated with it, right? The the positive word I created with. I want to make sure that I make that very clear that that these events even though they're considered trauma by the counselor, there's a positive learning experience that happened because of it. So the first one would be the death of my mother to cancer. So my my mom had passed away uh, from liver cancer at the age of 29, and I was just 10 years old. And so I, I looked at that as a, as a major traumatic event, and it was for me. I mean, I, I that one tore me up big time, still follows me to today. That's why the first book that I wrote, Always Here, that was dedicated to her memory, and that is my story of, of what I experienced as a child for my mom passing. And, and I encourage people to get the book, Who've Lost a Parent?, um, or lost somebody close to them, or if a child has lost a parent, whatever it might be, because that book really gives some soothing moments to a person and gives them some hope and some peace and some faith in the whole process of life and death. And, and you can find that book on Amazon too. It's, it's called Always Here. But what came out of that, the death of my mother, I think had uh, instilled in me a great determination to do good things. Recently, I had a student ask me during a speech, you know, how do you get over the death of a parent? And I said, I don't think you ever do. But what you can do is you can go out and live your life in a certain way that honors their memory. That's the lesson, right? So death created some determination in me to be better. The, alcohol the alcoholism of my father, um, him battling alcoholism all his life, that, that to me kind of created an attitude, and 
an attitude might not be the right word, so maybe I'll be massaging these powerful words out at some point, but what I looked at an attitude, what I looked at it in terms of having a positive attitude and making good choices. So I guess they connect, right? So I watched what was happening with my dad, and and like I like I tell people, you know, in time my dad did kick alcoholism. He's still considered an alcoholic, but he doesn't drink anymore. And so he was able to redeem his spirit. He was able to redeem his person by beating something that really took hold of him. And he shared a little bit recently with me that shocked me about his childhood. And I and he didn't say too much about it, but I was surprised at the little bit of the window that he gave me into his into his upbringing. But it created in me having to to live through that time. It created in me an attitude of making good choices. I made the decision not to drink. I made the decision not to do drugs. I made the decision not to try to get in trouble or go to parties and that kind of stuff because I wanted something different. I wanted, I didn't want to be like my dad at that time, but I also knew that deep down inside my dad was a good man. So I wanted to make better choices for myself. And then when I look at my... Uh, it's always tough to spit this up, but when I, when I, when I go back and I look at the fact that I was sexually abused by a male starting at the age of nine, that created in me a selfish strength. And what, what I mean by that is I can, I can focus and do things and t- tune people out to a negative, to, all the way to the negative side of it and get through something that's really uncomfortable and to be persistent and to stand my ground because of that strength that I had to create inside of myself going through the sexual abuse, how to block things out. And what's interesting about that, and I, I don't remember if I shared this or not, but what's interesting about that is that strength helped me in my battle with leukemia. And I never put the two together until just a few weeks back or a month or so back uh, when somebody during a speech had asked me that question about what got me through my leukemia treatments. So strength came out of being sexually abused. Now, the other, obviously, key component of my life was leukemia. And within leukemia, what it taught me was when I was going to live, when I finally felt like I was making it, and that I wasn't going to relapse or I wasn't going to die, when I finally got past that point, I decided I'm living my life on purpose. You know, every time I end my my podcast, I talk about living your life on purpose. And that's it. The leukemia said to me, take control of your life. Do it your way. Do it based on what's in your heart, in your gut, in your mind. Follow it in the positive direction that you want it to go based on the fact that I'm giving you a second chance. Right, So leukemia looks at me and says, dude, I'm going to rock your world for a while. I'm going to make you miserable. I'm going to make you sick. You are going to nearly die. But once you're done, it's up to you to change your direction. It's up to you to find a purpose and to make it happen. And it took me a long time to figure out my purpose. I did a lot of cool stuff during those years, but it took me a long time to find my purpose. Now, the fifth thing that I put into this, and I've been dealing with and struggling with this one for a long time, failure. Failure equals faith. Okay? Let me say that again. Failure, for me, 
equals faith. Because what it did is I sabotaged a lot of my world growing up. I sabotaged a lot of my opportunities because I didn't feel I was worthy to receive those opportunities or to receive those positives. And I still struggle with that. But what has helped me is a renewed faith. And that faith, that faith in in God, in Jesus Christ, that kind of stuff, that is starting to create in me a, that's starting to overcome that failure feeling. It's starting to connect me with a purpose in my life that's greater than me. And so all those years of failure, all those years of sabotaging myself, even though I've been successful at a lot of stuff that I do, I still had that self-doubt. I still had that I'm not worthy enough. I still had those negative feelings of myself. Now I'm starting to spin that around and I'm starting to have faith in myself and faith in my purpose and faith in something greater than me and, and greater than mankind. And that lesson there is propelling me to the next level of my life. And it's a hard one for me to share because it's such a struggle to think of all the stuff I had to endure, all the tragedy, all the abuse, all the the not normal family life type stuff. Why me? Why me? And then the leukemia. It really took a lot and it's taking a lot for me to shift my belief. And I'm doing it. But I'm going to explore that stuff, those five words and those those personal situations of my life. I'm going to go into those in a lot more detail. I'm going to put them into blogs. I'm going to podcast them out. And my hope is My goal and my hope and my belief is that as I share this with you, that you're going to find something in here that you can connect with that will help you think differently about your life and your future and will help you start to live your life on purpose and find find that direction of where you're going. Connect who you are, who you believe in with who you're supposed to be. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, but find out what it is that makes you tick and really drives you and start going for it. This isn't about finding the biggest, fanciest, cushiest job in the world with the fanciest car and the biggest house. This is about fulfilling your destiny. This is about finding out who you are as a person and what your impact on this world is and making it happen. That's what I'm, what I'm getting at here. That's what I'm learning to do with my life. And I keep growing and I keep understanding myself more and I keep understanding my purpose more. So I'm going to... I'm going to end the podcast here for this week and let you know that there's going to be more of this coming. Um, My plan is to bring on some guests to actually kind of delve into some of these topics a little bit more and see if I can find people that are willing to to share some of their experiences based around these these issues and, and go from there. So if you know somebody, send me an email. Dean at DeanRash.com. Let me know who that person is so I can connect with them and find find a way to get them on the podcast um, and so we can share their story. I, I think there's so much human element in this that I think people need to hear it. We need to, we need to hear it. We need to, to feel it. We need to have an appreciation that we all, we're all have uh, issues in our life. We all have traumas. We all have events. But how do we change that to make ourselves better? to make our world better, and to live out that destined life that we deserve. We all deserve that. Everybody does. So I'm going to end it today. 
I will talk to you all next week. Send me those emails. Send me some information, how to open this podcast up. Send me some ideas of who I should bring on the show. I don't care where they're at in the world. We'll figure it out, right? I've got listeners in China. I've got listeners in Norway. I've got listeners in France and Canada and the United States. I'm not, I don't care where they are in the world. I just want to know who they are so I can bring them on the show and talk to them. They don't have to be famous. They don't have to be rich or anything like that. I just want to know their story. That's it. So until next week, like always, I want you to keep living your life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com. 